tonight, because we have an extra half hour <clears throat> to the meeting, I, I understand that the announced time of conclusion is 8.30. Is that, is that correct? 8.30? Um, I think we have a little freedom to conduct the meeting just a little bit differently. Uh, what uh, I hope to do is maybe to speak for about 40 minutes, not more than 45, um, and then give you opportunity for responding for 10 to 15 minutes, as we've been trying to do. Uh, that will take us to about uh, 7.45. Then from 7.45 till 8.30, um, as we mentioned, uh, I think already, uh, a number of saints submitted some questions uh, to us before the conference. Uh, and we will try to answer as many as possible. So we'll take up the last 45 minutes to uh, um, respond as, as well as we can to, uh, to, to those questions. So um, be ready to share something, Amen. but not just yet. Yeah. This morning, uh, we concluded um, by writing some words on the board here. I covered them very quickly. I'd like to pick up from, from those few at the end. We covered, uh, see if I can get this, yep. We covered these words, um, uh, infuse, do you remember that? Yes. Infuse, I'm going to leave a space because I'm going to add one, okay? Infuse, plus another one, and then I'll put it here, and these are the things we want to infuse. A sense of identity and a sense of community into our next generation. We want to infuse, not just teach. Teaching is not adequate. Teaching does not always affect people. The word that I want to add is inspire. We want to infuse with the hope to inspire our children, our next generation, to be for the Lord. <clears throat> you know, not all teachers are the same. There are some very good teachers. I mean, just sec in the secular realm. There are teachers that inspire. And generally, we remember those teachers. We remember those teachers. I know many people that can remember, even when they're older, an elementary school teacher. I, 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 can, I remember my fourth grade, my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Dabowski. I, I don't remember the names even of, of, of the others, but I remember her. <coughs> Sometimes, even the teachers at school have an impact on, on the children. I hoped our children's meeting teachers could have such an impact on, on our children. And all the more, I hope that we as parents could have such an impact. And I do know, I do know a number of young people that were, in, that, that are, are, in 
inspired by their parents. And when you read some of the biographies of those who have gone before us, the uh, Christians whom the Lord has used at different times, very often you will read in their story, it was one of their parents who inspired them. Inspired that they remember, they remember their mom kneeling every day, praying. They remember from the other room the cries for the family, things like that. Sometimes it was their grandparents, their grandparents. But it was it was beyond teaching. It 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 doesn't end here with some knowledge that you gain. It ends here in your heart and it motivates you for some kind of action. That's inspiration. And that's what we hope all of our contact with our young people would be. Saints, can you imagine, dream with me for a moment, every young people's meeting can be like that. Just dream for a moment. Sometimes our serving saints, sorry to say, I, was, I know because that's, I did that too. Um, everything's so busy, church life, service life, other responsibilities. Saturday comes around, you didn't quite prepare. Um, uh, 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 what, oh, I call, what should we do, brother? What do you think? Oh, I enjoyed this verse. Oh, okay, good. You want to start the meeting then? And it's just haphazard kind of leftovers, cold leftovers. Doesn't inspire anybody. Why? There's not the adequate prayer. There's not the adequate preparation. There's not the adequate fellowship. And I'm not saying every meeting is going to be a high meeting, an exciting meeting. But our speaking can inspire people. I hope our children's meetings would be that way. I hope, I hope we can inspire our children to obey their teachers in school. We can inspire them. You can speak something into them that, that, that motivates them to, to act a certain, a certain way. Anyway, infusing and inspiring. And we're working on the sense of identity and community. Identity and community. And to me, really, this, this story that I mentioned earlier of Daniel is just such a wonderful example because... Daniel does the book of Daniel does not mention his parents. But to me, how else could that have come? How else apart from this reality? Could we read these verses again? Deuteronomy 6 5 through 9. Let's read together. 
and you shall love Jehovah your God with all your heart, all your soul. Saints, it starts, the inspiration starts here. The inspiration starts with being freshly filled with the love of the Lord. It's not, it's not to nurture or, or to produce a religious family. The children will be turned off by that. We are turned off by that. But to have a, a living and loving, fresh contact with the Lord, if mom and dad, ha it, don't skip over verse 5. If mom and dad have verse 5, don't just start to practice 6 through 9, trying to talk, trying to, uh, on the way to school. I know parents, they drive their children to school, and on the way, hey, son, here, read this chapter to me. That might get a little old. That might not be the communication that we were talking about this morning. You're trying to practice the verse on the way while you're traveling. Well, maybe. But maybe not. It depends. It depends. Let, let's continue. Six. And these words which I shall be upon your heart, and you shall repeat them to your children. And speak about them when you sit in your house, and when you journey on the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall bind them on your hand as a sign, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall You shall repeat them to your children. Speak about them when you sit in your house and when you journey on the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. There's an atmosphere in this house. This creates, there's an atmosphere that such speaking, it builds the house. I've been in homes where such speaking brings chills to the house. It's an icy atmosphere. And mom and dad, forgive me to say this, are trying too hard. And there's no openness on the side of the child. You know, uh, if you have the recovery version with the notes, this word repeat has a, uh, a note. It says, you shall repeat them to your children. Repeat. And and actually, this word repeat, it says in the note, you have that? Mm -hmm. It says, teach them diligently to your children, which is actually the King James Version. Teach them diligently. This is a difficult word to translate. You know, this is one word in Hebrew. This is one word. And you know what the literal translation of, of this word is? It's this word. Do you know this word? Yeah. Wet. Not wet like from water. This is 
Like when you sharpen a knife. When you sharpen a knife. And, you, and maybe a blade. And you sharpen two blades against each other to make it sharp. That's the literal meaning of this word. What does that mean? That means that when you're speaking to your children all the words of the law, you're actually equipping them with something to fight. You're giving them an application that they could take this word and use it as the sword of the spirit sometime later. It's not just, it's not just giving them information. It's equipping them, which means what? Application. You're applying the word to them. But you have to apply at their level. So please, when you have the little children, please don't read them the life study messages. That's a little bit later. We appreciate the life study messages. We love the life study messages. We live on the life study messages. But don't do that with your children. It has to be at their level and avoiding the premature knowledge. You know, um, uh, tomorrow morning we're going to have presentation of some material. Um, actually, you, you don't even have to wait for this. Uh, well. I hope you wait till after the meeting to do this. But I'm going to tell you two websites that you can go to that, that have really uh, helped the saints to have such an atmosphere in their homes. Um, it'll, they're long. I'm not going to write them. It's, it's thebibletellsmeso.com. Right? Like, like without a, any spaces. The Bible tells me so.com. And Bible story songs.com. The presentation tomorrow specifically is going to be on the Bible tells me so.com. This site has, um, this is the burden of some, some brothers in fellowship with the, with the co workers to produce material for the homes, wholesome material, simple material, age-appropriate stories, especially books that we could read with our children. There's, a, there's different series. God is. There's a God is series that will teach. God is wise. God is loving. In, like this. Oh, there's one book that just came out. Actually, two. One, one book is, I am, no, no, you, you are. You are? Is it, I am. I am? I am a girl? No, you are. You are. You are. That's the title. You are a girl. I got one for my daughter, for my, for my uh, granddaughter. You are a girl. And then there's another book entitled, you know what? You are a boy. And you could just read that with your three-year-old. There's a very interesting one. I, I, in the presentation, I think we'll touch it. It's called 
upside down. Yeah, it talks about it gives it's 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 a picture book. And 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 when you read it in the in the pictures, there's a lot of things upside down. And so you show that to your four-year-old. Should cows should cows be in the sky? No, Baba, no. Where should cows be? On, on the ground. So there's a picture of birds on the ground and cows in the sky. And then, and then on the other side, you turn it around. Oh, oh, it's right side up. You know, there's a verse in Isaiah. It says, you turn things upside down. So if you want, you could have a little discussion after with your child. How about in school? Are some things upside down? When they get a little older in society, are there things upside down? You talk with them about it. But we have the burden to have more books, more books. Actually, they're coloring. You go to that site, you'll find coloring books and different things. When we talk about family time, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about reading a life study together. We're talking about having an age-appropriate time with our children or grandchildren, where it's centered around the Lord, but it's not premature knowledge. Anyway, we'll say more about that tomorrow. In BibleStorySongs.com, I think many of us are more familiar with that, there are CDs with, oh, hundreds of songs, hundreds of songs that go along with the scripture. My daughter, she'll put this on, and it's just running from morning till evening in the background at home. And the children are just infused and inspired. I have a, I have a two-year-old grandson. He, he can't speak so clearly, but he, he loves some of those songs. And there's one on Daniel. I know many of you would know it. It's about the three friends with the, with the statue. And she we will not, we will not, we will not, 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 we will not serve your gods for. We will not, not, not. Make it hot, make it hot, make it seven times hot. Not serve your gods. We will not, not, not. So my grandson, he has a lot of words, but he doesn't pronounce them very clearly. And he loves to play guitar. I mean, he doesn't really play guitar. But his, his father, his father's really good, really good. So he'll sit with his dad. His dad has a guitar. So he'll just get, my, my granddaughter has a little ukulele. So he'll get the ukulele, and then he holds it backwards. <laughs> Lefty. He has a good strum for a two-year-old. And he, and he just, he'll, for 20 minutes, not, 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 not. Not, 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 not. And he'll just, 
20 minutes, you can't stop them. <laughs> so I come home. I come home from the meeting. He says, Papa. They call me Papa. Papa. Guitar? Papa. Guitar? So he wants me to, so I get my guitar. He gets there, and we just, not, 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 not. hope that when he's 12, he still will say, Papa, let's sing. I want to preserve that. That's what we mean by a family meeting. At any time of the day when I'm visiting that home, a children's meeting could break out. My, my granddaughter asks, Mommy, can we have a children's meeting? Oh, okay, uh, in 10 minutes. And then we just sit, sing these songs. They're happy. Something's getting infused. And these are helps, these two sites. I hope you would go. Take a look. Take a look if there's something there you could draw from. The, this builds an atmosphere in our homes. Amen. What we're talking here is the homes. Right? These, this material is, we're not, we're not talking about children's meeting, changing anything. We're talking about our homes, infiltrating our homes. But even in our homes, we need to learn. We could tell the stories in the scripture. But at their level, at their level. You know, a story like, well, before I say that, I, uh, I think many of the churches uh, have the practice in their children's meeting to assign a memory verse or a portion. Sometimes with the little ones, real little ones, it's, and in the beginning, God created. That's, that's the verse. Well, we have uh, had this practice with, with our children Thursday night. That's family night. Family night. That's my home, that's my home meeting. My home. And so we would, it would be a special time, maybe spend a little longer with the children, maybe take them to eat or something special. And then we'd end the evening with a little meeting. But the meeting was 10 minutes. So I know when I say meeting, some of the fathers will think, Oh, okay. Where's the life study? <laughs> I love the life studies. Don't get a bad impression. But dads, I'm talking about maybe you sit on the floor. If you know how to play guitar, I don't play guitar that well. I know three chords. But a lot of the children's songs are those three chords. <laughs> so I get away with a lot. So, so we sing. What do you want to sing? Not, not, okay, let's sing, not, not, not. So you do that. Then the other one, what do you want to sing? They choose a song. What do you want to sing? And, and it's even fun, fun. <laughs> a little fun with them. And at the children's meeting, they do the, you know, whatever they do. Why not? Why not as a family? What impression is it to see their dad do all the hand signs 
like in the children's room. They'll say, Daddy, you don't do it right. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Okay, you show me, you show me. And one whole meeting could be showing Dad what are the signs to him. You don't think that's a profitable time? And that's good enough for that day. Then the next week, the next week, you, you, okay, Dad, do, you do it. We're going to sing and you do it. And let Dad do the signs. And then, and then just practice their members. And we all practice each one's memory verse. That's good enough. What support? You're supporting them. You're not asking them to do something you don't do. Parents, do we memorize a verse a week? Maybe this will help us. We memorize maybe two or three verses with them. And then a pray, some prayer. And, and when we pray, pray prayers that they can follow. Pray prayers that they can pray. Be careful of praying the way we pray, because they'll copy. And for a three or four-year-old to say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your blood. Oh, thank you for your economy. They can say those words, and we will think it's cute. But if you're not careful, you're breeding hypocrisy. Be careful. The premature knowledge is dangerous. But we just thank God. You know, the children, there was a question about calling the Lord, and, and well... Every human being, from the moment they're born, has a relationship with God. He is their creator. So the children can pray to God all the time. And they can pray to the Lord Jesus too. But the Lord is not their savior and not their life yet. But they can say, God, thank you for my family. That's a genuine prayer. Thank you for my, for my new this. Thank you for that. Thank you for my cousin. Thank you for my grand. You know, sometimes they get on a roll. <laughs> okay, okay. We can thank God more tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> but the family prayed together. I mentioned to some of the brothers, we, we used to have in this country billboards, even commercials on television that said, the family that prays together stays together. I haven't seen one of those in a very, very long time. That builds something in the family. Maybe if they get they're a little bit older, you can tell them, oh, do you remember what was the story? you remember what was the story this week? And they'll mention something. And, and you could say something if you want. Or not. It doesn't have to look the same as what others do. It could be just the way you do. But I tell you, the stories in the scripture, even the children's meeting teachers, we, we have to perfect more 
how to give the stories in a way that matches where, where they are. And that does not mean, you know, when we talk about pre avoid premature knowledge, does not mean don't use the Bible. Please be careful. I, I suffered this. I went to one place. I shared some of these things. When I left, the elders wrote me, Brother Ricky, could you please call us? We have a little emergency here. The sisters say, Brother Ricky said, don't use the Bible. That's not what Brother Ricky said. Brother Ricky said, avoid premature knowledge. But we use the Bible. We teach the stories. We tell them about Jesus. But when you, when you teach the story of the feeding of the 5,000, you, you uh, don't, don't, don't use that verse on prayer reading. What's that, you know, in the, the you know, 63? No, no, no. John 6, 63. It is the spirit. Right. How does it start? It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit. Okay. Do you know that that's in the same chapter as the feeding of the 5,000? So, so if you're teaching the feeding of the 5,000, don't teach. Eat Jesus. And you got the kids pray reading by the end of the th third graders pray reading. You know, from this story, what, what, what happens? The Lord's speaking to a crowd. It's getting late. He says, let's, the disciples, right, to say, send them away. So get something to eat. He says, no, don't send them away. You give them something to eat. Lesson one. Lesson one. When someone comes to your house, offer them something to eat. Or at least a cup of water. Wouldn't it be so good? Wouldn't it be so good if, if that week, the little children, when their uncle comes, uncle's a non-believer, and he comes over to the house, and before he leaves, little Johnny says, Uncle Thomas, Uncle Thomas, do you want a cup of water? And Uncle Thomas thinks, oh, yeah, thank you. And he says to you, wow, you're doing a good job. You'll say, <laughs> wasn't me. That was children's meeting. <laughs> Uncle Thomas might say, boy, that's what your church teaches the children? I think I want to send my boy there. That could impress people. Proper humanity. Proper humanity. Then he says what? Oh, look among yourselves and see what you have. And so they're looking, and what do they get? Five loaves. Two fish. Who has it? A little boy. Isn't that interesting? That the Bible highlights it's a little boy. Why did the little boy have five loaves and two fish? I never understood that. <laughs> but they're going around, does anybody have? Imagine, imagine if the little boy went like this. <laughs> anybody have? But the little boy didn't do that. The little boy said, well, I have this. Oh, can you imagine? 
a little boy blessed all those people. Don't you want to be a blessing? You can be a blessing to all your friends by sharing, by sharing with by sharing your toys, by, you know, by sharing the Lord with them. What does that mean to a child? Invite them to children's meeting. In our halls, we're in the, in the uh, every now and then, and we're planning to do a rotation of these, to have a special children's meeting on Lord's Day morning where all the children invite friends. It's, uh, it's, it's a misnomer to say it's a children's gospel meeting, but that's kind of what it is. You understand? So we're not going to preach like the children come and say, children, if you don't believe, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> no, we're not going to say that to the little children. They all will pray. They'll be so scared, and they'll never come back. So no, it's not like that. It's just to introduce them to Jesus. I was asked to share at one of these. I was thinking, what am I going to say to these children? So the Lord, I think the Lord, I had the Lord's inspiration. I talked about this man who couldn't walk. He couldn't walk. And Jesus came to his town. And his friends heard that Jesus was there, and the four friends picked him up and carried him to Jesus' house. And when they got there, it was full. <laughs> they couldn't get in. So they thought, how are we going to get our friend to Jesus? So that one of them came up with a great idea. You know what it was? <laughs> Guess what it was? Of course, some of the kids know. Yeah, they climbed the roof. And they got on the roof, and I cannot imagine that, like, nobody heard them. <laughs> and then so, and so they're in the, don't you think there's, like, and, and then, and then, after that, it says, they dug, they dug, dig, because those made of, like, you know, adobe or, you know, that kind of sand, and they, shh, shh, shh. and can you imagine, they're there, and Jesus is there, and then, Everybody's getting bothered, like, and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure people were like looking at Jesus, like, how would he? Re how's your? And I'm sure he was just calm. Of course, the Bible doesn't tell us. Sorry, sorry, the Bible doesn't tell us. But I just imagine the Lord there, just thinking, can't wait for what's coming. And then, and then they, then they made a hole. They made a hole in the roof, and then, and then he. You look up and the four of them are like that. And then, and then all of a sudden, no, no doubt, feet first, right? And then you can see this guy's feet on a bed. And, and everybody's like, and isn't Jesus going to say something? You know, actually, I think this was Jesus' home. That's why there was no problem. But anyway, and then, and then and coming down. And, you know, they didn't like... You know, I think it was lowered, you know, with a rope. And so, you know, this is, and people are, what's, and then, and then it says, 
And the Lord looked at them. It said, seeing their faith, he said to the man, you're healed. So the lesson was on friends. You know who the best friends are? A friend that would bring you to Jesus. So how many first-timers are here? Who's here for the first time? Oh, Mauricio, first time. Who brought you? Oh, Ben? Oh, Ben's a good friend because he brought you to Jesus. Yeah, who, oh, who brought, oh, Bill's a good friend. So that's all, that's all. We just tell them a story about Jesus. And an application, an application. Those are good friends. We need good friends. Be careful of other friends that lead you to other things. So that's the kind. So anyway, you can encourage them. Oh, we're going to have our special children's meeting next month. How about you share an invitation with your friend? Do you have any friends you want to invite? One of the boys will say, I have three. I have five. Then they'll start like competing with how many they can give out. That's, that's just, is that less than two? Sharing, sharing. I mean, John 6, from John 6. Another lesson from John 6. You know, the word tells us, the Lord told him to sit in companies of 50 and 100. I think that's in Mark, in the book of Mark. It says they sat in companies of 50 and 100. There it points out that it's like a garden plot. You know, that, that's the word that's used, that they sat, they sat in order. Can you imagine these more than 5,000? 5,000 men could have been like 10,000 people. But the disciples said, please sit in companies. Of, everybody was counting off and then sitting orderly. The Lord had control over the whole situation. So children, children, we're going to have snack later. If you're not orderly, you don't get snacked. Yep, be, behave. You have to raise your hand. You can use this story so many lessons. Then he thanked the Lord. He thanked the Father. So, oh, okay, how about before we have our snack, we say, thank you, God, for all the good things that you give us, especially these cookies, <laughs> healthy cookies. <laughs> sorry, sorry, moms. Fruit, 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 fruit. We'll insert that into them. Then, then, what? The Lord gave to the disciples for them to pass out, right? So they had to serve. So another lesson. This week at home, try to help mom and dad, especially when it's dinner time to serve the things. The following week, you follow up. So, did, did anybody help? Did anybody help? Oh, Billy, you helped. Tell us, tell us the story. Well, so the saints came over for the group meeting, and then I helped my mommy put out the plates and the, and the, and the cups. And very good. That's an application, a practical application, where, where they are. Then, after the whole feast, then what happened? Oh, the Lord told them to clean up. You know, we have the story of 12 baskets full. We only see that side. 
12 baskets full. Don't talk about the overflow of the resurrection life. <laughs> talk about picking up the bones of the fish. Can you imagine those disciples? <sighs> he does miracles. Why can't he just like... <laughs> but he sends us to pick up all the things. 12 baskets. You can have five or six lessons from one story. Saints, if you have that view, you could pick so many stories from the Bible to have a practical application for the children. Yes, sooner or later, as they grow, we tell them more about Jesus. We tell them more about sin. Even lead them to salvation. Oh, precious, precious story. This just happened. Uh, I, was, I was somewhere, and uh, uh, a father, he was driving me to the meeting, and he told me this testimony of his family with his son. The boy, um, just he, he's, he's uh, probably 10 or 11. He just got a phone. Just got a phone. And, and the rules of the house are, when it go to sleep, stops. No, you don't go. He likes to go online. He, I think he has a kind of a love of building models. Yeah. You know, the little ships and things. So he, he likes to go to YouTube and just see how to do some certain things. So he got caught <laughs> one night. I don't know if mom, mom or dad caught him. And he got in trouble. And oh, he's very, his t conscience very tender. So he repented. A few days later, he comes to his dad. He says, Daddy, I did it again. So he confessed without being caught. He confessed. And the father, the father was just thrilled <laughs> that, that, wow, this is wonderful. That, you know, that he's having experiences like that. And, uh, and he said, okay. And, but, but basically, his attitude was, uh, I forgive you, son. Don't worry about it. And so he sent the boy. And then he, he was busy with some church things. And then the Lord spoke to him. What are you doing? You have an opportunity. The Holy Spirit is convicting your son for salvation. And so he, so he ran to his wife, and he told her the story. And he says, yes, we, we, we got to talk to him. And this was January 1st of this year. So they, they called the son, and they had a little talk. Why is it that you can't control that thing? That, that, like, you know it's wrong, but you can't. What is that? And they talked to him about sin. We have a sinful nature. And the story of creation and they applied at the right time. And the boy was saved in his household on January 1st. <laughs> a new beginning. So saints, each, the children have their time of life. We have to be on the alert. Don't be too busy with the affairs of this life and miss those opportunities. Don't even be too busy with the church affairs. Yeah. 
preparing for children's meeting or coordinating that you miss God's operation on your child. The Lord, if we're faithful to labor on them the right way, the right time, eventually there will be a reaping of that seed. This is from the family, what the family puts in, as well as from what the children's workers put in. This is 2 Timothy chapter 3. And from a babe you have known the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise unto salvation. We can, we can experience this in a very spontaneous way as we have such kind of family living that complements what they're learning in the children's meeting and the Lord is really covering them and working on them to bring them to salvation. Amen. Maybe, maybe that will suffice for this session. I'd like to give you all uh, maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes to have some response. And I think feel free to respond from anything of the weekend up till now. And then uh, we'll stop by either 7.45 or 7.50, and then we'll go to the questions. Amen? Amen. 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 How about still, as we've practiced before, we have a little prayer with uh, one or two around us. Yeah, amen. <laughs>